Hi. Hi, we uh, can hear you. <laughs> Great. Yeah, this is this is our worship hall. Wonderful. And Johnny, I understand that you just finished Bible study, correct? Yes, yes. Um, we just finished Bible study, and so people are going home to have dinner now. Great. Wonderful. Well, we want to hear more about your church in just a minute. But again, thank you so much for making the time. I know that Alexandra and the children are home because it's obviously evening and the children have school in the morning. But um, we're really thankful that you could be here um, joining us for Mindset for the first time we get to have you. Yes. Well, Johnny, to start off and to give the ladies a um, picture of what the Lord's done in yours and Alexandra's life, can you just tell us a little bit about that? We know that the Lord has given you an interesting and very unique story that the Lord has brought you together from different countries, even you and Alexandra. And tell us a little bit about how he did that, what he, where you grew up, um, how he saved you and how he brought you to Italy. Uh, well, I'm uh, originally of uh, Italian origin, and my parents immigrated to Canada in the late 60s. So I, I grew up, even though I was born, I was actually born in Germany. Uh, my parents were working there prior to moving to Canada. And then uh, I grew up in the city of Montreal and um, pretty much an Italian home. We, we lived and spoke Italian at home, but then in Montreal we spoke English and French. And, um, and, you know, we visited Italy regularly as a family, uh, having a lot of relatives. I probably knew more of Italy than I did of Canada. Um, and I was about 16, um, and it took about 10 years of uh, my mother uh, witnessing to us. And uh, so about the age of 25, I uh, came to the conviction of my sin and and uh, repented uh, and embraced the Lord through Christian friends uh, in our that, that were praying for our family. Or Johnny, excuse me for interrupting. We are breaking up here. So if you can hear me, we're going to try to hang up oh, and sorry. call you again. Okay. Okay, hang on. Sorry. Hello. Hi, Johnny. It's Alex. We decided to Hi, call you Alex. mobile. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No problem at all. These things happen. Thank you for your patience with us. Is it Sicilian internet? It might be. <laughs> but Johnny, we'll continue. You had mentioned that when you were 25 is when the Lord saved you? Yes, yes. And uh, shortly thereafter, I was on a, uh, tw on a plane to Rome for 21 days and... Uh, Providentially, I never ended up uh, going back home again. I found work at the Canadian Embassy in Rome, and uh, I also found a local evangelical church that was uh, sound and preached the gospel, and I was living with my aunt and uncle, and uh, so just started growing in the Lord in, uh, in Rome and working and, and, and serving at my local church. And, uh, and there, um, I just... Um, grew in my hunger to 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 know the Lord and to to serve. Uh, um, the Lord basically changed my heart in that time period um, to recognize Italy less as a vacation spot. I had gone over there uh, for years just on vacation uh, to the beach and with family, and then I would go back to Canada to my life. But uh, after shortly after I got saved, while in Rome at the age of twenty-five. Uh, I just started seeing it as a mission field and just recognized that, you know, who of all people, but someone like myself who had been 
you know, uh, grew up originally, uh, you know, had a, a, a of Italian descent, and had the privilege of, of being raised in North America and and uh, knowing the gospel, and um, and and thereby being in Italy, uh, I just uh, the Lord just gave me a heart to say to 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 share the gospel and to reach Italians themselves uh, in Italy. And uh, shortly during that period, it was about um, maybe a year in, where I met Alexandra, Alex, my Alex, um, and uh, she uh, is from Austria, and she was working at the Austrian embassy in Rome. And she was a believer in Austria, and through her local church was directed to the local church I was going to in Rome. And so we met, and we were serving together, and of course, fell in love, and, and um, got married at that point. I mean, I had no no desire to go to, to go back to Canada, and um, we just uh, wanted to stay in Rome and, and, and have, you know, our, our jobs, our secular jobs allowed us to serve in church and just be a blessing to the local church there. And uh, when we, she worked at the Austrian embassy in Rome, I worked at the Canadian embassy. When, when we got engaged, our pastor said it was a diplomatic encounter. And uh, so, so we were ambassadors for Christ right, uh, right off the bat. But uh, eventually, uh, just, you know, the hunger grew for, cement, for, for, for greater uh, service and for ministry. And so the, the leadership in the local church in, in our local church, directed us to the Master's Seminary. At that point, it was about the year 2000, John MacArthur had uh, begun coming to Italy for pastoral conferences, and so he was, the, the churches were aware of him. And so, um, by, by the Lord's grace, uh, by God's grace, we came over in 2004 uh, to California for seminary and uh, graduated in 2008, and shortly thereafter, came back to Italy to begin work in pastoral training with, uh, well, the current ministry we're in, and thankful to be in the Italian Theological Academy, and of course, as you know, uh, involved with TMAI in, in training pastors in Italy. Well, that's so encouraging to hear, Johnny. It's such a special joy for us to hear how the Lord uniquely calls his servants, and even how he brings the two of you together specifically for the ministry that he's called you to, and even prepared you for that, and then bringing you to seminary. That's a joy for us to hear. Tell us more now about some other blessings that the Lord has given you and Alexandra. You have three special blessings. Can you tell us a little about your children and what yes. they're up well, to? What, what, you know, what, it depends on what day you're, you, you, have, you, know, you talk about blessings. Some days... <laughs> It depends on the day of the week, but no, um, they are, yes, I mean, we're those grateful and thankful. In, in seminary, we had Samuel, who was born in 2006, and, um, and then we had Madalena, who was born in 2008, just before I graduated. Uh, and then in, uh, in Italy, in Sicily, we had Giuliano, who's, uh, who was born in 2010. So we just celebrated their birthdays recently. So Samuel is now 11, Madalena is uh, 9, and, and Giuliano is 7. And, uh, you know, they're, uh, Samuel and Madalena were born in the U.S., in, in California, while we were at seminary. And especially Samuel, he was, you know, speaking to me in English uh, just 
till about the age of two and a half, three. I mean, just his first words. Uh, and I was trying to get some Italian in. Now it's completely the other way around. He's, he's fully Italian. Uh, I speak to him in English. He answers back in Italian. Um, Alex will speak to him, you know, in, in German, of course, Austria. He'll answer back in Italian. And they are, they, um, they're just, uh, they're Italians. And so, and it's kind of interesting because um, I grew up, it's kind of the reverse. And sometimes just we laugh about that because at the age of three, I was, I left Italy. My parents brought me over to Canada. And so I started speaking Italian and then moved it, transitioned over to English and French. But uh, he's just the opposite. He started speaking English. Now, he, now um, you know, he's transitioned over to Italian and he's, they're living lives that, uh, you know, we never experienced. Of course, grow, we never grew up in Italy, never did schooling in Italy. And so, uh, you know, it's, um, it's, it's rather interesting. Yeah, it's a little bit of learning for you and Alexandra as well, not having done those things in Italy previously. No, no, yeah, yes, yes. I mean, um, they're getting to the point where now we can't do, we can't even help them with homework because the grammar is more advanced, oh, the math wow. is different. Oh, wow. So they're correcting, they're correcting our Italian. Oh, wow. Well, the Lord is raising up little translators for you, even, <laughs> even in your yeah. Italian proficiency. Well, that's great yeah. to hear about them and how they're doing. That's wonderful. And, Johnny, we got to see a picture of your church just before our video went out. That was a joy to see. Tell us a little bit about the church and how that came to be and how long you've been pastoring there. Uh, the church is, um, has been in existence since about the early 70s. Um, and it was founded by uh, Aurora Mission, and the founder of Aurora Mission was from the city of Messina, a Sicilian man who uh, eventually ended up migrating, immigrating to the U.S. and got saved, and the, the Lord even um, led him to establish uh, Tropicana, the, the orange juice empire, uh, Tropicana Orange Juice, and uh, his name was Anthony Rossi, and uh, he eventually uh, had a heart to reach Italy, and specifically Sicily and the city of Messina, where he was from, and so he came over through evangelistic rallies, and, um, and eventually a church was born, um, and so we started, we came over as a family, I started pastoring it in 2011. So I'm going on my sixth year, and it's uh, it is just a, a real joy. To, despite challenges, um, of course, churches are very small in Italy, and uh, just a, a very challenging environment to 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 serve in uh, because of the just overwhelming Roman Catholicism that hovers over us. Uh, but um, very thankful to grow in ministry here and to be able to. Preach and shepherd. That's wonderful. In addition to the church, you're also heading up the Italian Theological Academy. And tell us a little bit about that um, and what type of training is currently going on. Well, we're training uh, men, uh, church leaders, Italian pastors and elders to preach the word and, and shepherd the flock. Um, the biggest need in Italy uh, in terms of the local church, is just uh, pastor teachers and uh, Bible expositors. There is a real famine in the land here, 
and uh, the church is uh, generally a very shallow, uh, very program and evangelistically driven in terms of very uh, just pragmatic methods and, and very reactionary, if I could say. Um, a lot of the Italian believers, you know, come out, have come out of Catholicism. Many are still first generation, uh, although that's changing. But coming out of Catholicism and, and not growing in the Word means that a lot of your faith is very reactionary. And so, for example, whatever the Catholics do, we won't do. Um, and it becomes, you know, just a very shallow uh, faith based on, of course, belief in, in, in the gospel and in, in, in the truth, but nothing beyond that simple uh, gospel plan or outline. And so believers are often very discouraged, uh, very weak in their faith. And, um, and so our heart's desire and our conviction is for the need I mean, just uh, obviously having come from Grace Church, having come from the Master's Seminary, of course, you understand, uh, just wanting to replicate it and to, to, to just apply everything that we received by God's grace at Grace and in, in seminary. And so um, the condition then is to take men and uh, give them a formal training in how to properly interpret and, and, and preach and teach the word and, and use that same word and that same preaching to shepherd the flock. Most of the men are bivocational, and so they work full-time jobs. The churches do not support pastors here, and so uh, even their their possibility of training is very limited. And so they have to often take vacation time to come to our training. Uh, oftentimes, even their churches are not encouraging them because there's a whole mindset and a philosophy of ministry that's missing. They don't see the importance of the preaching of the Word. They don't see the importance of, of shepherding. Uh, and so the men are often very discouraged. So our conviction is then that the way to strengthen the Church, of course, is to, to be able to train men. And one of the blessings of training men is also being a pastor myself in a local church, so I can identify with the men we're training. And so all our training becomes very Church-based locally here in England. Uh, we, 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 we want it to be very, uh, oriented and focused towards a practical ministry. And so the men come four times a year to, to study, uh, sort of extended weekends and they learn, uh, how to interpret the word. They learn how to prepare a sermon and they learn all the implications of that sermon in terms of pastoral ministry, counseling, uh, theology and, and Bible survey, of course. And so it's, um, it's very gratifying. I mean, we're seeing fruit. It's limited. The churches are also very resistant. Oftentimes, they're, they're, they're very concerned that doctrine will divide, and so they prefer to be shallow and not uh, focus too much on doctrine and so forth. And so we have our challenges. Sure, it sounds like that. And then you mentioned also coming out of Catholicism earlier as well. It sounds like perhaps a resistance perhaps to discipleship as well and that growth that should exist in the church. You're working within the church as well as trying to reach the community. Um, what is the community's impression towards your church? Um, are they hostile toward the evangelical, evangelical church in light of Catholicism? Uh, no. Uh, the, I mean, statistically... Um, evangelicals are less than 1% of the population here with a 99% Roman Catholic uh, population and religion. Uh, within that 1%, and we know statistics are uh, also 
kind of ambiguous, but within that 1%, uh, you know, everything is thrown into that 1%, or, you know, so Mormons, uh, Jehovah Witnesses, so we're even less. Uh, that means, basically, that we're ignored. Uh, we're pretty much seen as a cult. Uh, oftentimes, they exchange us for Mormons or Jehovah Witnesses because we're so tied to our Bibles. Um, and so they, they simply shun for the most part. So there's no persecution in that sense. But the Catholic Church does its best to, um, you know, let its parishioners know that uh, we are not a church, uh, that we're more of a fringe, and so beware of going into the churches. And, uh, and, and, and so it's kind of, it, it's, you know, it's hard to reach people. And the community often looks at us uh, you know, in, a, in an awkward way. On top of this, you know, when you're when the church has a shallow evangelism, so they have you know just distributing tracts, so forth, so to speak, and and just living kind of a shallow gospel, it hurts the church's testimony. So the community sees uh, evangelicals as all the more as bizarre, as just a fringe. And so I think our biggest work right now is trying to live the gospel out. Um, you know, consistently with a consistent testimony, with a very natural faith that, um, you know, is, is not about just programs and activities and, and you know, uh, sort of firing verses, Bible verses out, but it is about more a relationship and a trust and, and loving Catholics and getting and building those relationships so that to have them in our homes. Because a lot of people don't really know still to this day what, you know, what evangelicals believe in, and and what necessarily is a believer. Wow, well, that sounds like that's quite the feat, but obviously the Lord can work through all those things, and it's definitely an exhortation to us as well to focus on our relationship with the Lord that's a life-changing um, thing that's not just something that we do or act out on Sundays, but we will definitely be praying for you in those endeavors, Johnny. Um, one thing that's interesting about the GMI Italian missionaries is that they're spread out throughout the country, and yet there's also a team unity there. So can you tell us how that works and how you're involved with the other missionaries in Italy? Yes, well, we're very thankful to have uh, several uh, several men now in-country uh, serving and uh, just with a, a like-mindedness and being obviously from TMS and, and GMI, and so we're very grateful for that. Uh, we are four men right now, and um, just by by providence and by conviction in terms of uh, gifts and, and desires to develop ministry, the, um, the other men I serve with are more... Uh, in the, are more involved in, in church planting ministries and church, uh, and, and sort of developing ministries, uh, specifically helping churches from, uh, sort of the ground up. Uh, and that's, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's a great blessing and a great need as well because we lack models. And, um, so we have, uh, Raphael in, in Turin. We have Massimo. Uh, in Genoa, in Genoa, Italy, in Northwest Italy, uh, Turin also in, in the Northwest, and then we have Lucio in Rome, and, um, Lucio is originally from Rome, um, and, and so, um, there is, there's a sense of a positive, a, a greater impact as we're spread out, and that's one of the blessings and benefits, is that we're all involved in our regions preaching and teaching and being invited and, 
And what we do is, because of the like-mindedness, of course, because of the common makeup, we're all desiring to be involved in preaching, teaching, pastoral ministry, but we also have the conviction of training men. We come together for teaching at the ITA, the Italian Theological Academy. And, and the goal of ITA is um, sort of a, a, a sort of a national training center in the sense that we're spread out in hubs. And so we're not, though we're born in Sicily by virtue of just the ministry, um, as I shared before, of Aurora Ministry, of Aurora Missions, um, we're not necessarily just based in Sicily. I mean, we want to reach the whole country. And, and by virtue of our makeup, several graduates in different parts of the country, then we've kind of reached out to them and, and we train in their locations as well. And that allows us to set up sort of extension campuses and extension work in their areas uh, so that we're reaching more of the country. That's great, and it sounds like thus far it's been very effective, again, like you said, to reach the different portions as well as since all these men are bivocational, they can also then not spend the time as much traveling but just going to an area that's more local to them. Is that correct? That's right, that's right. Well, tell us about some of your students. I, in particular, would love the ladies to hear Sebastian's testimony. You've had some wonderful godly men come through the ministry, the training of ITA already. Um, Could you tell us a little bit about Sebastian and what the Lord has done in and through his life? Yes, well, by God's grace, uh, it's very unique, you would say, almost to Italy. Uh, What we're seeing is soccer players uh, come to the Lord. And I mean, I say unique because... When you think of Italy, you think of a country that is uh, a soccer country. I mean, most people live it, and it's almost like a religion. And so to have soccer players uh, saved and come to the Lord is a great blessing. Sebastian has a, uh, a unique testimony all the more because he is Argentinian, uh, has some Italian descent, and came over a year about 10 years ago to... Uh, to Italy to play soccer, professional soccer, from Argentina. And uh, while in Italy, uh, was uh, witnessed to someone shared the, the, someone shared the faith with him. And um, he came gradually uh, to a conviction, to repentance, and to saving faith. He was uh, playing on the island of Sardinia. And uh, so it's, the, it's, an, uh, it's a, another island beyond the island of Sicily, on the Mediterranean. And uh, he started attending a local church there, and through word of mouth heard of the training of ITA, and uh, just grew in his hunger uh, for the word, and so joined us uh, back in 2011. And uh, while still playing professional soccer, really committed, um, really going out of his way to come and study and train with us, and just... I had the privilege of getting to know him more and more and just uh, sharing more and more of uh, the passion to see men trained. And um, he was just very hungry, and eventually he left his soccer career and just decided to join ITA full-time, I mean, living uh, with very little, with uh, some of his savings, and uh, uh, just came to live on our campus. Our, our church provides some housing, and so came as a student, as a full-time student, and started serving, and started attending our church. And uh, that was twenty. That was twenty eleven when that process started. So we're now in twenty seventeen, and 
he is now an elder in training and just has consistently grown and uh, was a single man uh, till last December. And then, uh, you know, the blessing of, of finding a wife and marrying here in Italy uh, in the midst of our church. And so he has completed our academy. He's now involved in teaching as well for us. And we're now looking at giving him some more equipping uh, because our academy is more of a certificate program. It's more of a fundamentals uh, sort of grassroots program, and we want to give him some more equipping. So we're looking at sending him to Germany, working in collaboration with the EBTC and Christian Andreessen, uh, that they've developed now uh, a, Divi- a Master's of Divinity program. So we have a sort of a, a seminary in Europe that can allow these men to go train in Europe and uh, and remain in their local churches sort of part-time, fly to Germany, train, and then come back to Sicily. So he's a great blessing, a very uh, just part of the building process if, of discipling other men in our church. Interestingly enough, and I'll just finish with this, Sebastian, uh, while in transition playing soccer and studying at the academy, witnessed to one of his fellow players, his teammates, who came to the Lord. And uh, Simone uh, is also now in our church, left his soccer career to study with ITA full-time. And so we also have the blessing of having him here. And Simone, uh, in turn, as well, while playing soccer in the transition process, witnessed to Fabio. And so we, and he came to the So there are three soccer players right now that uh, are transitioning from their professional careers to to study and uh, to be a part of our church and to see what the Lord has in store for them. So we're very grateful. That's so exciting to hear that the Lord is calling the whole soccer team, it sounds like. So we're waiting for the rest of them. But praise the Lord, that's exactly the intention, obviously, of the ministry, to go out and to be in the community there in Italy and be training these men who will go out and in turn do the same by God's grace. That's so exciting. I know also, um, Johnny, that there's some exciting things happening in northern Italy. Could you tell us about what encouraging things are happening up there? Well, uh, by God's grace, we've uh, been able to establish uh, an extension campus. Like I was saying, part of our conviction and philosophy is to just spread out uh, throughout Italy and so reach more local churches and uh, their local areas. And so as of 2014, we were able to to set up an extension campus, and uh, we had about five or six churches uh, coming to our training, and uh, the work has just continued. We've just completed a three-year certificate program with uh, 12 men that started in our program, um, and uh, we're now starting a new cycle in Northern Italy. And, and just to mention, as I talked earlier about the extension campuses, um we're now we've been invited to work in Rome as well, and in, so in central Italy, and uh, with with another extension campus developing. And so um, we're seeing just slowly but gradually um, the fruit of our labors. I mean, it's 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 a blessing to just see that slowly multiply. And 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 most of all, what's happening is that uh, a, a resistant church initially is now. Uh, thawing, so to speak, and uh, recognizing just the value of our training, of our content, and uh, also 
allowing us, we're growing in credibility, I would say, uh, because of the faithfulness uh, to the Word, not because of some, you know, a particular um, program we have, uh, not not because of, you know, um, just uh, our, our something particularly strategic that we're doing. Uh, I think, you know, the, the blessing is just what we saw uh, through the ministry of Pastor MacArthur and just the pastors at Grace and the faithful men that trained us in seminary and just to remain faithful in the Word and preach and proclaim uh, the Word in terms of just reading and explaining and, and applying it, and it, it's coming to fruition uh, slowly, and so we're very grateful for that. That's wonderful. It's so exciting to see the fruit, and like you said, as a result of the faithfulness to the Word of God, the Lord blesses. That's wonderful. Well, you told us a little bit earlier about some of the challenges within um, coming out of the Catholic community and your church working in there. Um, what other are the some of the other greatest challenges or needs that your ministry has right now that we can be praying for? Well, uh, thank you. I mean, please pray uh, for men. And uh, obviously, I mean, uh, candidly for finances. I mean, the, 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 especially within Italy itself, the church does not support its pastors. And um, that's not only because of the struggling economy, that's also a mindset. Again, coming out of Catholicism, um, there's just been a, a great reaction to that sort of professional clergy and, uh, and, and lay parishioners. And so the reaction has been to just go completely brethren. In other words, you know, just a bunch of brothers, uh, no one paid, and we're just sharing the word. And so um, the challenges we have then is even men that desire to come train don't, are not supported in that training. They're not supported uh, spiritually and they're not supported financially. So, and, and the nature of our economy is that men can't simply leave their jobs. Um, so, in other words, in, in the United States, you know, when, when I was in seminary, I mean, a lot of students left their, their lives and jobs in, in some other state and moved to California where they were able to find work and, 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 and study in seminary. Well, that's not possible here. The economy is not that mobile. Mobile, and so um, we just struggle to have men uh, to come to our training. Despite the blessings that we are having, it's still few and far between. And so our prayer is that the Lord draw more men uh, to really desire our training and to be faithful to it, even sacrificing, just like Sebastian and Simone and Fabio and these soccer players. And in addition, to have their churches come alongside and support them, support them, encouraging them spiritually and even encouraging them financially. And then how about for your family, Johnny? What are things that we can be praying for for you guys? Well, uh, as, as I'm sure you and Brian and so many other families, I mean, I, you know, obviously our heart is on our children's salvation. And um, so, yes, I mean, we're, we're constantly laboring at, uh, at living the Word in our home and, and teaching them. Our kids go to public school, um, and, and that's also not only because uh, you know, homeschooling is, is, is more difficult here, almost impossible, but also by choice. I mean, we want to present, we want to be in the community. Most of our witness comes right now from, our, uh, from the, the parents of our, of our children's friends, and, uh, and we have an English camp every year, every summer, where we invite 
our children's friends and, and even invite their families and so we could get to know them and, and live out the gospel before them. And so uh, all that to say is that in our in school, I mean, the kids are constantly bombarded by Catholicism and even evolution, uh, which is an interesting dynamic for the Catholic Church altogether. It believes in the Bible, but it also be- believes in evolution. And so, um, you know, on the one hand, we get some interesting conversations at home. Uh, you know, sometimes... As of, as of recent, you know, we're getting from Samuel, especially, you know, why are we so different? Um, you know, and, 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 um, the kids at school are often, uh, present, you know, talk amongst themselves and present and, and sort of say that they are Christian, whereas, you know, Samuel and Madalena are of another religion. And so sometimes there's this type of exclusion. Um, and so we're kind of facing that. And, but at the same time, we're, we pray and we're thankful and, we encourage them. So obviously our children are, are very much on our hearts and, um, and just our, our family. I mean, we, this is our, our church and place of ministry. Alex is very involved with the women, uh, and, and that grew. She doesn't see herself as a teacher necessarily, but, you know, the Lord just providentially grew her and, and, and she's a great testimony to the women of the church. And, uh, so we're striving to live out, uh, as a family. Um, the gospel in 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 Messina in Sicily, um, just being different as well. You know, uh, I'm not Sicilian. Uh, Alex, obviously, being Austrian, so uh, the culture is a lot more homogenous, and so foreigners kind of stand out, and foreigners are often, um, you know, uh, sort of shunned uh, in many ways. So we're we're trying to get over those barriers. And so that's the prayer for our family and, of course, uh, the prayer for our kids. Sure. Well, again, the Lord has providentially put you guys there, and you are aliens in this world, Johnny, and you're aliens in Messina as well. So <laughs> we are going to definitely be in prayer about that. Would you let me um, go ahead and close us in prayer now for you? Yes. Great. Well, let's pray for you. Heavenly Father, Lord, we are so thankful for the work that you are doing, Lord, that you are accomplishing in Italy, God. We're so grateful for how you called Johnny and Alexandra to yourself, Lord, from different continents to bring them together, Lord, for the sake of your glory, to call Johnny to pastor and to lead the training center and to bring Alexandra as his perfect helpmate, God, and to allow her the opportunity to disciple and to be an example in the church and to even teach the ladies, God, We're so grateful for that, Lord. We're so grateful for how you are building upon the faithful teaching of your word as they are serving you, God, and willing to make the sacrifices. Heavenly Father, you are spreading your gospel across the country, and we're so thankful for the other missionaries that are in the country as well to work together for the sake of your kingdom, Lord. And we're excited to see the seeds being planted and to even already see much of the fruit of the ministry beginning, God. We're so grateful, and we do pray that you would continue to bless Johnny and Alexandra, the ministry that they have in their church, Lord. We pray that you would keep their church strong, that you would grow them, Lord, in their love for you and their love for their word, that they would not be content, Father, to be where they're at, but that they would desire, Lord, to be more like Christ and to reach their community for Christ. God, we also pray for the training that you would, Lord, faithfully, as you always do, bring everything that they need to continue your work, God, that you would bring the funds that you would bring the men, Lord, and that you would advance your kingdom in the, and across the country, God. 
Father, we ask that you would bring men who are um, desirous, Lord, to serve you with all that they are, Lord, and willing to stand up against um, a country that is steeped in a very dangerous cult, Lord. God, we know that you have called your elect, Lord, in that country too, and we're so grateful for how you call people out of Catholicism, and we pray you continue to do that, Lord, through the ministry and the effective teaching of your word. And God, we also pray for Johnny's family. God, continue to bless their ministry by their um, life of living above reproach, God. Please keep them faithful to live a Christ-like example among the church, among their community, among their schools, Lord. God, we pray for Samuele and Madalena and Giuliano. God, we ask that you would work in their lives and that you would strengthen their hearts, Father. May your spirit um, work on their hearts to open them, Lord, to understand your word, that you would call them and that they would respond, Lord, by being saved, by being your children. And, Lord, I pray that you would encourage them with your word and with the blessings that they have within their family to discuss the reason why you have made them different, Lord, and I pray that they would be able to rejoice in that and that they would be able to be encouraged despite um, even the obstacles that they might face at school, Lord. Father, please strengthen their family, encourage them, and use them greatly for your kingdom. In your son's name, amen. Amen. Well, Johnny, we again are Um, so thankful. I'm sorry, go ahead. I I just wanted to briefly say, I promised Alex I would say this, uh, my wife... Thank you so much for your ministry. Um, we love the cards. The kids are always so encouraged by the cards we get from Mindsets for Missions. And, uh, of course, over the years, Alex, when we were there, was a, it was a blessing for her to be a part of the ministry there. So I'm so grateful. Thank you for this opportunity. Uh, sorry for the technology, but so grateful. That is quite all right, Johnny. It's been a blessing to us and so encouraging to hear what the Lord is doing and to hear from you. So please give Alexandra and the kids big hugs from us. And normally we like to pan around the room so everyone can wave to you. But without the video, maybe we can all just (laughs) shout a big goodbye to you. Ready, everyone? One, two, three. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. Thank you, Johnny. God bless you. You too. Bye.